do you keep getting the same results over and over again? Well, maybe in your, in whatever area of your life, maybe financially, relationships, you keep getting the same results over and over again. Maybe as a student, this, you kept getting the same results. You're always a C student or a B student. And you're wondering, why the heck do I keep getting the same results over and over again? So this episode is designed to help you with that, to help you understand why and show you how to change your results and level up, do something that uh, you've never done before. So, because you definitely can, and we're gonna talk about how to do it. But before we start, uh, before we get into that, let's do an intro for this episode. Uh, this is an episode of the Dominant Man podcast, and my name is Coach Mojo. This is, uh, this is the channel where I help ambitious young men to identify, ages 18 to 40, to identify and live their mega dream. And a bit about myself. So I'm a hyperpolyglot who speaks eight languages. I have a bachelor's degree in pure mathematics. My dream is in the area of chess. I'm in the top 10% of chess players worldwide at this moment. And I work as a live your dream coach, which means that I help men, a men's live your dream coach, which means that I help men to identify and live their dream. But before we even get into it, what do I mean by a dream, right? I don't mean a goal, I mean a dream. And I talk about a mega dream because people confuse goals with dreams, right? So for example, uh, if your goal is to earn, if your goal is to earn a million dollars, that's not a dream. That's such a small thing. If you tell me you want to earn, you want to become the world's first trillionaire, now you're dreaming. Right? If you tell me you want to win a bronze medal in the Olympics, that's, that's not a dream. That's a goal. If you tell me you want to win 20 gold medals in the Olympics, now we're talking. That's what we call a dream. Right? If you tell me you want to be, I don't know, richer than uh, richer than everybody in your family, that's a goal. If you tell me, on the other hand, that you want to become the richest man in human history, now we're talking. Right? If you tell me you want to be the fastest man on earth, that's a goal, not a dream. If you tell me, hey, I want to outrun a Ferrari in a race, now you're dreaming. If you tell me you want to make the fastest car on the planet, that's a goal. But if you tell me, hey, I want to create a teleportation device where people will just be able to go from one place to another instantaneously. Now you're dreaming. This podcast is for dreamers, not for small thinkers. Want to earn a million dollars pocket change. This is for people who dream big. People want to do great stuff. And if you're that type of man, then continue. This is really the podcast for you. Of course, subscribe now because that's what we're all about. Helping you achieve your mega dream, not minor puny puny objectives. So let's get into the topic for today. Why do you keep getting the same results over and over again? Right, that's the question. So you have noticed, right? So here's, um, so let's go, let's move to the first slide. It says almost all your behavior and results are habitual. That's true. If you look at your life is, uh, is basically the epitome of consistency, right? For example, you'll notice that you always sleep on a particular side of the bed, either it's the right or the left. And you'll notice that you always wake up in a particular way. And typically you wake up at around the same time pass probably, or at least whenever you wake up, you all, you have a routine you follow, right? So maybe you'll sit up in your bed and maybe look at your phone, or you lie in bed for a couple of minutes or keep hitting the snooze button, whatever, you have some habits. And then maybe you go to the bathroom and wash your face first and brush your teeth. 
where you brush your teeth first and wash your, wash your face or so you do those together. Maybe you'll hit a shower. Uh, maybe you'll stay quiet for half an hour. You have a routine. If you observe yourself carefully, you're gonna find that you behave in the same way over and over again. Maybe you always eat with a particular tool, like you always eat with a fork, right? So you like if you're given rice and you have an option of a spoon and a fork, you might find you always eat with a fork or you always eat with a spoon. And it doesn't stop there, right? You're a creature of habit. And habit means consistency, right? You're very consistent. Look, look back to the school days, right? If you've already left school, look back to the school days. You're going to find that you keep getting the same, like when you were in school, you, all, you, are, you always stayed at a certain level. Maybe you were a C student and you'll find that overall, you, always, you got Cs all the time. You always got Cs, 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 no matter what. Maybe sometimes there were a few anomalies where you get an A, but you'd pull yourself back to a C quickly. And one day you goof off a lot and get an F or a D, and then you work really hard and you get, back, you get yourself back to a C. And you're going to find that there's a student in your class who was an A student. So they always got an A no matter what. Sometimes they would goof off and get a B, but they'd quickly get back on track and get an A, right? So you're going to find that this is true, right? There are certain guys who are great athletes in school. They always pro produce great athletic results over and over again. And if you're one of those guys, you know that pretty much you are dependable. Almost always, you, you, they can rely upon you to perform well. And maybe there are other guys who are not, uh, produce, continue to produce terrible athletic results and consistently, one day they'll get lucky, you know, they'll get lucky and have a brilliant game, but then they'll go back to their normal level, which is mediocre performance. And so this is important. If you look at your financial situation and calculate how much you earn every year, you're going to find that you've pretty much earned the same amount every single year. Maybe you earn 40K a year. This is a middle class in America, 40K a year. You earn $40,000 a year. And you might find that uh, every single year, that's what you earn. Sometimes you'll deviate and make 45 or 35, but you're always around the same level, right? Or you might find that, uh, I mean, you pretty much always have a job. If you get, if you lose your job, you always find a way to quickly get back a job. And other people are consistent in that they're unemployed, always unemployed, right? So they always have no money. They're always broke. And this is consistent. So obviously, there are certain results in your life you're consistent about and you like the results, right? So for example, it might be the case that uh, you consistently take a shower. This is a good habit, a good result, right? You want to maintain this result. But there are certain results you don't like in your life, right? For example, you don't like the fact that you consistently, you're consistently broke. Maybe you don't like that result. You don't like the fact that consistently you're a terrible public speaker. You don't like that, right? So there, there are results in your life you like and results in your life that you don't like. Be grateful for the results that you like, but look at the results that you don't like. There's a reason why they happen over and over again. It's, it's, it, it's, it's in a response to a law of nature, right? nature is designed that way to produce the same results over and over again so if you don't figure out why you keep producing the same results over and over again you're going to keep producing the same results and you're going to find that the next 10 years of your life are going to be exactly the same pretty much the same as the last 10 and i know you don't want that right i don't know anybody who wants the next 10 years of their life to be like the last 10 because you know you the last 10 years of your life have been mediocre right so how can you change it that's the question right how can you change this as a man, right? So we're talking about you as a man here. Because as a man, you're supposed to be doing great and greater stuff, advancing more and more. So this is the first thing to realize. Your entire behavior is habitual. Your results are all habitual. 
right? So let, let's not tackle the next, uh, the next slide it says, understand the nature of psycho-cybernetic mechanisms. So that's a mouthful. What the heck is a psycho-cybernetic mechanism? What is psycho-cybernetics? So if you haven't studied this topic, better start studying it. There's a book by the great Dr. Maxwell Maltz called Psycho-Cybernetics. I want you to study that book because it's so deep and so powerful. But psycho-cybernetics or a psycho-cybernetic mechanism is just a device that has a set goal. It's able to detect deviation from the set goal and return the mechanism back to the goal. That's all. What are certain examples of psycho-cybernetic mechanisms? For example, the, uh, the air conditioning in your house, and let's say um, thermostat. A thermostat is a psycho-cybernetic mechanism. We're just gonna call it a cyber cybernetic mechanism for now, right? It's, so your thermostat is a cybernetic mechanism. What that means in particular is it measures, right? Maybe you set the goal. The goal of the, the, the thermostat is set to, I, I, don't, I don't know the American units, right, of conversion. So I'm gonna use the normal standard units, 25 degrees centigrade. That's referred to as room temperature, right? So that's a good temperature, 25 degrees centigrade. Right, so let's say the thermostat is set to 25 degrees Celsius or centigrade, right? 25 degrees, all right. So let's say it happens that for some reason, somebody leaves the door open, let's say, somebody leaves the door open and then the temperature goes down dramatically, right? The thermostat is gonna notice the deviation that it's become colder than it should be. The, the goal has been set to 25 degrees centigrade, but somehow the thermometer, has gone, the temperature has gone down below 25 degrees centigrade. So the thermostat will notice that and it will make changes, right? It will make changes and eventually the temperature will go back to 25 degrees centigrade, right? So maybe the heater will be turned on and the temperature will go up, right? And uh, let's say somehow it happens that for some reason it's very hot. For some reason it's very hot, right? Uh, maybe, the, maybe you're burning something in the house or whatever suddenly the temperature goes way above 25 degrees centigrade. Let's say it goes to 30 degrees centigrade. What happens? The thermostat notices it, that we, we, are, we are away from our goal and it brings you back on track, right? So the fan might start running, the temperature will go down until it returns to 25 degrees centigrade, right? That's a cybernetic mechanism. There's a goal, the device measures deviation from the set goal and returns you back on track. What's another example of a psycho-cybernetic, of, of a cybernetic mechanism? For example, an aeroplane is a cybernetic mechanism. It has autopilot. Autopilot is a cybernetic mechanism, right? The pilot puts the, sets in the destination, LAX, right? The Los Angeles airport. We're going to land at LAX, great, all right? Uh, that's the set goal. And there is a path that's supposed to take us to the set goal. There's a trajectory that's, that's, that's mapped in, right? And now look, let's say the plane starts flying and then it experiences some turbulence. Some turbulence is experienced and the, and the plane goes off track. Maybe it deviates by, I don't know, bro, 50 degrees, right? Something like that. Let, let's make it small, maybe four degrees deviation, right? So the, psycho -cyber, the, the, the cybernetic mechanism, the autopilot senses, oh, geez, we've deviated by four, four degrees. We need to get back on track, right? So, I mean, the wheels start turning and the machine, uh, the, 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 the plane is brought, brought back on track. Right, it's, it's, it's corrected by four, four degrees centigrade, all right? And then maybe at some other point, I don't know, something happens. Maybe the altitude goes down. 
it's supposed to be at a certain height, it goes down maybe by a couple of feet, right? Or a couple of meters for the rest of the world, right? So the autopilot notices this and it goes back, right? It measures the deviation from the set goal and it corrects for it and puts you back on track so that the plane is always at the correct altitude and always moving in the correct direction. Right? That's a cycle, that's a cybernetic uh, mechanism, right? So there are many cybernetic uh, mechanisms in nature. For example, so those are just two. I want you to think of, can you think of another cybernetic mechanism, right? I'm going to tell you of another one, right? But uh, think of, go in the comment section if you're on YouTube and write down a, another example of a cybernetic mechanism, right? I, I have my own examples that I can use. I'm trying to think of another cybernetic mechanism that's electronic in nature, right? An electronic cybernetic mechanism. Well, maybe I can use, I don't have another electronic one I can think of off the top of my head. Probably, you know, um, automatic driving cars will also have a cybernetic mechanism. Well, another one you could think of is, um, for example, the cat, right? So sometimes, right, there's this cat that likes me a lot. So whenever it sees me, either it likes me or it likes the food that I might give it. I'm not sure yet. But there's this cat that, let's say it likes me, let me flatter myself, the cat likes me. So the cat keeps following me around, right? So let's say it it keeps following me around wherever I go. So basically the cat has a cybernetic mechanism in it, right? Once I leave my room and start walking around the compound, the cat sees me, Set it's a, there's a clear goal. The next thing it does is it starts moving towards me, right? And sometimes it moves and it finds me. But then I'm like, God damn cat, man. I don't want you, you know, licking my feet. I need to move around freely. So I'll walk away, I'll move away, right? Like take a walk, go away from the cat. So the cat detects that there's a deviation, right? It's not at its goal, right? I am the goal and I've, I've moved away. So what the, does the cat do? It course corrects. It moves to the right and follows me. And maybe while it's moving towards me, I notice what it's doing. So I moved, I moved to the left, right? I moved to the left uh, and the cat notices that I'm actually changing trajectory. So it also changes trajectory. It's, it stops moving straight and it moves to the left also, a little bit to the left, to the northwest in order to get to me. So what it's doing is it has a set goal, it's sensing deviation from the set goal, and then it's moving in that direction, right? So this is very interesting, that's a cybernetic mechanism. Now, psycho-cybernetics refers to a mechanism that is cybernetic, but is uh, the mind, right? Because your mind is also a cybernetic mechanism, right? So. This, this is what we're coming to. You are a psycho-cybernetic psycho mechanism, right? Psycho refers to the mind, right? Cybernetics is what we just talked about, right? A machine that is that's able to control, measure deviation from a goal and return to the goal. You are, a, you are a cybernetic mechanism. And that is why you always produce the same results over and over again. Think about the thermostat we said. The thermostat always adjusts for the temperature so that it's always 25 degrees centigrade. So it always finds a way to make sure that it hits the goal. It has the same result over and over again, 25 degrees centigrade, 25 degrees centigrade. You two, you, you two are a cybernetic mechanism. You, you two are a cybernetic mechanism, right? Let, let, me, let me show you why. Let me show you why, why this is important. For example, your weight, right? Um, your weight is determined by a cybernetic, cybernetic mechanism. For example, let's say you believe that you're fat, right? 
And let's say, let's say you believe that, I mean, you weigh over 200 pounds, let's say. Right? Let's say you believe that you weigh over 200 pounds. Right? So that's actually the set goal. I, I weigh 200 kilograms or 200 pounds, 200 kgs would be too much. Let's say you weigh 200 pounds. Okay, that's overweight. So, or at least I think it is, right? So let's assume 200 kilograms is overweight. I'm not so good with the American metric system. What the heck? I'm going to use the international one. Americans, that's your problem. You, you figure out to get, uh, get on track. So uh, let's see, I, I wait, I wait. let's say you weigh, if you weigh 150 kilograms, you're really overweight, right? So let's say, let's say you weigh 150 kilograms. That's the set goal for your psych, for, for the cybernetic mechanism, for your self-image. The set goal is 150 kilograms, right? So let's say you decide, dude, I'm fat, I need to lose some weight, right? So you suddenly get on a diet, you do physical exercise, you run, you jog, whatever. And then let's say your weight drops by 20 kilograms. So now you're at 140 kilograms instead of 150. So you stand on the scale, you step on the scale and it says, oh, 140. And your family is like, wow, dude, dude you've lost weight. But the, but the self-image says, hey, look, I'm overweight. I weigh 150, right? So what happens? Suddenly, you're going to stop your diet, as you've probably noticed. You're going to stop your diet. You're going to stop working out until you get back to 150 kilograms, until you get back on track, all right? And let's say, let's say for some reason, man, you believe, really believe you weigh, it might be the case that you, you believe yourself to be a thin guy. You believe you're thin, which means you weigh maybe 60, 70 kilograms. That's, that's a bit of normal weight, typically. So let's say you weigh 70 kilograms and you believe you're a slim guy. You've always believed you're a slim guy. And one day you go on a spree, man. Maybe for a week, you just attend party after party, wedding after wedding. One moment. Right. So, yeah, so you attend, yeah, party after party, wedding after wedding, let's say for two weeks. And so you've just been eating cake and pizza the whole time, drinking wine, and all of a sudden you drain, I don't know, you gain 15 kilos. And everybody's telling you, dude, you've gotten fat, you've gotten fat, you've gotten fat. Your, your cycle, your, your self-image picks that up. Geez, I weigh 70 kilos. I'm a thin guy. I'm not a fat guy. So automatically you get back on track, man. You stop eating cakes, you eat vegetables, you do exercise, and you go back to your normal weight, right? So you, you, your weight is being determined by a, by, by a cybernetic mechanism, which is called the self-image, right? And then... Let's talk about your grades when you're in school, for example, right? If you are always a C student, if you always got C's all the time, if you always go, if you are always a C student every single time, well, there's a reason. Right? There's a reason for that. The set goal was a C, right? If a student believes he's a C student, that's the set goal. That's the self-image is set to C. Let's say one day, you know, they get motivated. They they listen to Les Brown or somebody. They get inspired. Right? They study really hard, they become organized, they've made a New Year's re resolution. So they study really hard, let's say for a month, and then they take a test and they get an A, 100%, right? Wow, they're feeling, I know, they're feeling amazing that they got it, but they also, you know, uh, they suddenly start to doubt, you know, but I mean, can I really get 100% again, right? Look, I'm a C student and this is unusual, right? It's unusual for me to get 100%, bro. I mean, something's wrong. This is abnormal. This is extraordinary to get 100, right? It's not a normal thing. I obviously can't keep it up. 
right? And maybe your buddies tell you, wow, what happened? This time you got 100%, right? Because they know like you're a C student. You're not really the kind of guy that gets 100% all the time. So your self-image picks up the deviation, right? We are a, you are a C student. All of a sudden you, you're getting A's, that's unusual. So automatically it will steer you back to a C. What, how will that happen? Well, you'll stop studying as hard as you used to. You'll play a little more, watch more movies or whatever. And eventually you'll be back to your normal grade, which is, which is a C. And let's say that for some reason, uh, let's say one day you goof off too much and you get an F, right? You fail a test, right? Your teacher's like, what the heck happened to you, man? You never, you never get these kinds of grades. And you think to yourself, yeah, man, I really did badly, right? I, I, never, I never get Fs, man. I'm, I'm a C guy, I'm a, I'm a C student. So automatically you get back to work, but you're going to study a little more, watch a little less Netflix, and you're going to get back to a C. Check your life and you'll find that this is always the case, right? Your guy wants $45,000 a year. That's your set goal, right? If all of a sudden um, you lose your job and you're earning zero, your, 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 psycho, your cybernetic mechanism says, your self-image says, look, I'm not a broke guy. I'm not unemployed. I always have a job. So you go really crazy. You go and apply to 100 jobs and eventually you have a job again and you're back on track earning 45K, right? And if one day, for example, for whatever reason, bro, you win the lottery and you earn a million dollars, which actually you, you think is a lot, right? So you earn a million dollars and you're like, wow, wow. But your self-image says, yeah, that's a lot of money. I'm the kind of guy that only earns 45, 100. I'm, I'm, one moment, there's, I don't know, some noise coming. Right. So you're the kind of person who always earns, you know, 45K and all of a sudden you're earning a million dollars, like, holy shit, man. A million dollars, that's so much money, right? You win the lottery and what you do, like all lottery winners, you squander all of it, man. You go crazy, you party, et cetera, until you go back to poverty, $45,000 a year. Because your self-image is set at $45,000. Give, give me a moment, I'll, I'll be back. All right, so yeah, I'm back. The maid was uh, making some noises. So you get back on track, right? Because you're not the kind of guy, you're not a millionaire and so on. So this is why you haven't gotten the results you've gotten in your life, right? Because you haven't gotten the results. I mean, this is why you keep getting the same results over and over again, because of your self-image. You believe yourself to be a certain kind of person, right? I am a C student. I am an A student. I am rich. I am poor. I'm middle class. I'm average. Money does not grow on trees, whatever. You have a self-image, bro. I'm, an, I'm a normal person. Right? This guy is a genius. Albert Einstein is a genius, but I'm a normal person. Your issue is that you have a very poor self-image, very poor self-concept and this is what is holding you back right so if your self-image changes that means that your goal has changed it's like when you go to the thermostat and say you know what i don't want the normal temperature to be 25 degrees celsius i want it to be 45 degrees celsius or 30 degrees celsius once you put in the goal now suddenly the same thermostat will see 25 degrees as wrong and try to steer you back to 30. Right. So it, just like with a student, if I change the student self-image 
and he sees himself as an A student rather than a C, as a C student, the same mechanism that used to keep him consistently getting Cs will consistently, consistently get, get him, have him getting As, right? So here's what you want to realize. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. You, are, you can get any result you want, right? The reason why, let's say, you have poor results in your life, why you're broke, why you have an average life, why you haven't accomplished anything in the last 10 years, the reason for that is not because you're dumb or you have poor genetics or you have the wrong skin color or you're not a lucky guy or you're in the wrong country, the economy. None of those are the reasons. The reason why you've always gotten the results you've gotten is just because you set your goal, your self-image to a low level. And th there is a guy maybe you admire. I don't know, bro. Right. So, I mean, you might think a million is a lot. So maybe imagine somebody who's, let's say, let's say, imagine Jeff Bezos. Right. You might say, wow, Jeff Bezos, bro billionaire right and you might think wow he's much smarter than me much more analytical he's just better at business you know he was born to be great but I, i'm an average guy right that very thought is why you're not earning a billion if you if you if you talk to jeff bezos you're going to find that for him earning a million but being a earning a billion is not a big deal it's not a big deal he expects himself to earn a billion dollars he believes that he's the kind of person that earns a billion. That's his goal. His cybernetic mechanism is set to a billion, which means if let's say one day he really goofed off and suddenly he ended up, he found that in his bank account, he made some bad decisions at Amazon and all of a sudden there's only, there for him, right? Only $10 million are left in his bank account, right? For him, it will be a crisis, right? I mean, if you found that $10 million was in your bank account, you'd celebrate. That would be a great day, right? Because it's way beyond your goals for yourself, right? Unfortunately, which is terrible that that's the case, but probably that's true. Jeff Bezos, he's gone way below the set goal. He's performing way below his self-image. 10 million, bro, that's a disaster, that's a crisis. Everybody's laughing at him, he feels like a complete loser. Automatically goes back to work, he works around the clock and sure enough, he's back to earning a billion. If you want to change your life, all you got to do is change your self-image. You want to see yourself in a certain way. Now, there is a science. There is a science by which you can set your self-image. That's what I do with my clients, right? Whenever I get a client, I change their self-image. And obviously, their results change. Right? I've had people come to me, let's say, well, terrible, right? they, unable to speak any Spanish. I had somebody do it. He came to me, couldn't speak any Spanish. And within six months, he was fluent listening to the news, having conversations, reading, writing, listen to podcasts in Spanish and so on, right? So people come to me with, with all sorts of issues. Uh, and my first job is to change their self-image, change their self-image. I change the set goal because then their cybernetic mechanism works to get them to consistently, you'll always be consistently perform at the level of your self-image. This is important. So if, if this is something that interests you, right? And maybe you want to learn, right? By the way, of course, you can see I know my shit. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe now. Subscribe now. As you can see, I have a lot of valuable information for you. And by the way, if you want to learn, if you, if you want to, to, understand, to talk to me about the results you've been getting, and if you want to figure out how to get better results, you know, and you want to know exactly how to change your self-image, then be sure to shoot me, a, uh, shoot me an email, right? Uh, shoot me an email. So, uh, my email is in the description of this episode. And uh, I mean, if you, if you do it quickly, then I'll be able to chat with you, right? Uh, just for free for about half an hour. 
I'll be able to chat with you about why you know why why you're not. Uh, I'll be able to show you how to change your self-image and how to get you to consistently succeed. If it's riches, consistently produce, you know, uh, earn a lot of money. Consist whatever it is that you want to do, whatever results you want to get, I can show you how to consistently get it by changing your self-image. And there's an entire science of how to do it, and I know the science. But the thing is that I have limited time. So if you want this, you better shoot me an email quickly. So I hope this was very useful for you. Thank you very much for watching this episode, of course. Uh, and if you let me, if you listen to us via audio podcast, be sure to subscribe, uh, follow us. Uh, you, you can subscribe um, or follow us. And we, are, we use many, we're on many uh, audio platforms, right? Podcasting platforms, audio podcasting platforms. With the exception of Apple, we're not on Apple Podcasts yet or Spotify, but everything else, yeah. You can find us on Radio Public. You can find us on Audible. You can find us on Amazon Music, the Dominant One Podcast, Google Podcasts. You can find us at many at many locations. Thank you very much for watching this episode. And uh, I hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.